like I said, well, I've always been like the life of the party. Always, like I always tried to be anyway, because I just, you know, just a natural high. You just want to be on that natural high. You just want to be full of energy, because like you know, people and energy is contagious. You know what I'm saying? Like positive people are contagious, and when you're positive, you can influence. And when you when you can influence, you can you know inspire change. Hi, my name is Prince Daniels Jr. And I'm a former NFL running back, an author and thought leader who lives by the mantra, nothing is impossible unless you truly believe it is. I found the Game Beyond the Game Talk that talk as a place for thought-provoking and inspiring conversations with professional athletes discussing life's transitions. Game Beyond the Game is an ecosystem for professional athletes to cultivate the mindset to discover their overall purpose and vision in the game of life. And now, it's time to talk that talk with your MC, Stan Pearson II, and myself, Prince Daniels Jr. We have Mr. Jason Carter, who's a former NFL wide receiver and now high school football coach and father of two boys. He previously played Texas A&M. I guess that make him the Aggie and then the Minnesota Vikings. That's right. And Carolina Panthers. Jason, welcome. How are you doing? Hey, man, I'm great. I'm great. I'm grand. I'm feeling fantastic. Sun is shining. Life is good. Awesome, man. That's great to know. Now, I know you seem you're smiling, got a great spirit, a fresh cut. We see all those things about you, man. <laughs> That's, right. Seem to, That's right. That's right. Let the people know, man. Well. Tell them, keep on going. Keep on going. You got about 10 more, 15 more seconds. <laughs> you're loving, you're caring, you're admired by all. So here's the thing also, Jason. What I understand is uh, you understand a little bit about work ethic and preparation. I can already tell just by the way you carry yourself that that means something to you. Why is preparation yeah, I mean, and work ethic so important? I think whenever you're in a you know, uh, situation of playing professional sports, college sports, or even high school sports, you better, you better learn quickly. If you want to separate yourself, it better come with some you know, preparation and it better come with some work ethic. You know? uh, anytime you can apply those two methods, then I think you, uh, you'll have something great. Is that something you were born with, you know? It, yeah. Did it come easy? What do you do every day, or what did you do every day back then to ensure your preparation to have the work ethic that you had that got you to the next levels? I don't think I was born with it. I think, you know, I was easily motivated, um, meaning I always wanted to try to be the best at what I could do, or even if there was competition, I wanted to be the best. So, you know, I remember going through sports and – Basically, sometimes not even having to work for it, just kind of go through it and dominate it. But then you learn quickly as you move up. There's other guys just like you might be better than you. So you learn quickly. You know, if I want to be different, if I want to be better, then I better learn how to work right now. Or you watch them and say, okay, what makes them so special? And then you learn quickly. Hey, man, you got to. You see why this dude is catching as many passes, or this dude is breaking these records, or these dudes is having as much success because the way he prepares, or the way you know he works. So then, you know, you you ask yourself, and you be real with yourself. You know, do I want what he what he has? Do I want to be the best? And if I do, then I need to apply this. You know, and so uh, I think you have to be real with yourself and be extremely honest because a lot of people are gonna pat you on the back and tell you you this, you tell you you that. But it's, it's till you look yourself in the mirror, you know, and, and ask yourself an honest question. Because you can lie to everybody else, but you can't lie to yourself. You know if you got better or not. So mm-hmm. that's what wow. I try to apply. 
so you mentioned a work ethic and watching other guys maybe being inspired or pushed by other guys. Is there anyone or a couple people that you can think of that are top of mind that inspired you to push yourself or you were impressed by their work ethic? I was, you know, um, in college, I was, I had, you know, one teammate, I thought Terrence Murphy uh, was worked his butt off. You know, he played high school quarterback when he came in the class we did. I was the quarterback in that class, and then I ended up switching positions. But I watched how he worked. Uh, when I got to the NFL, I watched, you know, Steve Smith. I watched Darren Sharper. You know, he was actually, you know, he taught me a lot about how to be successful. Um, and he taught me a lot about work ethic, you know, preparing and watching things. And so, you know, I, I kind of watched those guys like Steve Smith. One thing he told me when I, you know, Sign with the uh, Panthers. He was just like, if you don't work, then I don't want to be associated with you. So I remember like saying, like, man, this dude is one of the greatest wide receivers to ever played a game. Five, nine, maybe in stature, but unbelievable work ethic. You know, uh, watch him put on his work boots every day at practice. Go out there and just grind through practice. So I remember saying, oh, if he can make that catch, I can make that catch ten times better than he can make that catch. You know, if he does that, I can do this too. So it was just like. And, you know, um, I watched Brother PJ, you know, uh, when he was getting ready to go to the NFL. I watched how he grind. Dude was – it seemed like he never got tired. So I was just like, all right, I constantly got to match his energy. You know, like – and when you get around your people like that, for me, like I said, I'm easily motivated. So it's like being a sponge. You take the good, get rid of the bad, you know. So I watched PJ grind. I watched how, how much energy he had always. You know, not, I don't think I've ever seen a day where he was just ever tired. So, of course, me being a – better, bigger, better looking brother, you know, <laughs> I had to apply that, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, wait a minute, I ain't going to let this dude just outwork me, but he motivated me. So it was, it was just, like I said, easily motivation, you know, easily motivated. Uh. Amazing. That, so I know there've been some transitions. Uh, you know, what, where does that spirit come from? You seem to be a real sad guy. No, I'm just kidding. So where does that <laughs> you know, uh, I, I think, you know, like, uh, like I said, well, I've always been like the life of the party. Always, like I always tried to be anyway, because I just, you know, just a natural high. You just want to be on that natural high. You just want to be full of energy, because like you know, people and energy is contagious. You know what I'm saying? Like positive people are contagious, and when you're positive, you can influence. And when you when you can influence, you can you know inspire change. So I think that right there, you know gave me a reason to be happy, you know, saying like, I'm healthy. I ain't got no, no problems going on. I got, you know, air in my chest. I can breathe. I wake up every morning. You know, I'm thankful. You know, my kids are healthy. You know, even in this time where it's pandemic and there's stress and there's, you know, frustration, if people just sit back. You can, you can take the positive out of this. It's more time to spend with your family. It's more time to uh, work on another craft. It's more time to, improve yourself is more time to, to create change too you know like right now what you guys are doing for people giving people the game beyond the game you know what i'm saying like that's 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 powerful you know most people you know i think there's more positive people out there in the world but you get more negative press more negative attention because negative you know like I, like i say i'm big on you know if, if you hang around positive people you can get positive results if you hang around negative you can get negative results so what happens? You start spreading negative energy, then negative energy spreads. It's more, it, it infects more people. I think it's more contagious than the flu, you know. But you know, I mean, like if you just look at it, I mean. But if you like think about it, think about if this was spread 
in a positive way, you know, where, hey, guys, everyone is healthy today. Let's go out and let's conquer the world. You know, like, let's go out and put your best foot forward. Think of how much, you know, that might affect the world versus this negative stuff. Absolutely. Great insight. Prince, what thoughts do you have? I know you guys know each other, right? <laughs> You've been around each other. You know, what questions might you have right now for Jason? What thoughts? What are you feeling? I mean, probably as the, the better looking, stronger, more competitive. Um, just, he, he paid me to say that, Jason. Oh, uh, no, you, you, were, you were right. You were right. Was right. right. <laughs> it was cold that night. <laughs> <laughs> no, you no, you you're right, man. I'm definitely the better looking and stronger and uh but no man my, <laughs> no uh, all jokes aside, man, this is the guy that I this is this is my brother. I call him my brother. Um I mean he's just always been there for me, just been a, uh, we've always had a, a really good support group with for each other and just always um my uh, that mutual respect. It was funny when we first met each other, it was it was that uh, we had a workout together, and we looked at each other. And I, our trainer said, "Hey, you got you, you have you're gonna do three things." <clears throat> he said, "You either gonna either gonna um, shit on yourself, or he said you, you, you're you gonna, gonna vomit, vomit, or you're gonna do I'm both." Gonna do both. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, and, "I guess I'm doing both." <laughs> <laughs> and I remember looking at Jason like, "You ready?" <laughs> and he was just like, "Let's go." And, and so yeah. after that workout, and it was one of those things where you, you looked at the next man and, and, you, and, you, and you shook your head. It's like, okay, I see your grind. I see that respect. And and that, that leads me into my, my question. See, Kobe, Kobe said, um, um, he said that nothing, he has nothing in common with lazy people. So yeah. would you say that resonated with you, um, Jason? Or just that, that line? Yeah, I think, you know, like, because if you, if you talk to a lazy person, they're going to give you every excuse and every reason why you can't do something. Mm. You ask them, like, man, hey, man, let me, uh, hey, let's get up in the morning. Let's go grind. Man, let's, let's grind at 5 o'clock in the morning. Oh, man, that's too early. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, hey, let's get out. Let's, like, let's go run a mile or two. No, man, what are we running for? You know, they're going to give you every reason why. So I, I agree 100% with Kobe, but that's, you see why that, what made Kobe so great. Because the first things people talk about was how you prepare and his work ethic. You know, like, um, and he, and he had to be anal, you know, all the great ones that I know are, are very anal about everything, you know, like right. about how they work, about how they prepare, about how they put the food in their body, about, you know, it goes, it's just, man, it's just the ones who are, are great, they, they go above and beyond, you know. So let me ask you this question then, Jason. So what does discipline and work ethic really mean? And then like, because I, I, it's such a, like a broad statement, but like, what do you tell your boys? Like, I think I guess that's the best way to explain it. Like, what do you tell your boys that now that you have the opportunity to to instill um, something that you've learned in life into them? Well, I, I, so, so here's the biggest thing with me. I always keep it real with my sons, and I like I always make sure they know they can talk to me at any time. First and foremost, like before we even get into the workouts and stuff. Like, I'm your I'm your biggest advocate. You know, you come to me, I'm there for you. Like, I'm a father first. But, you know, we have this thing called the pause rule. Where if you know you've done something bad, you can say, Dad, pause. And I'm going to say, okay, what, what's, what is it? Then you can let me know what it is. You, you could have been in shot somewhere in the toe. But if you let me come to me and let me know, then I can figure out how I can help you, son. You know, so I want to make sure I always have that open line of communication with my kids. Secondly, when it, whenever, you know, I ask them, what do you want to be in life or what do you want to do? 
and they like my youngest one. He, I, 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 it's funny because my oldest one looks just like me, and he acts just like me. He's lazy, you know, like laid back, like he's a uh, charismatic. He's all these different things, but my youngest one wants to be just like me. He wants to be better than me and everything. So it's like when they both get out there and, and work, I asked them, you know, like I put him, I had him come through a, do a boxing workout yesterday, you know, and it was a tough boxing workout. And they was like, dad, I'm tired. I'm like, tell us to somebody who cares, you know, like, I don't care about you being tired. Like, like, what do you want out of this? You want to be great or you want to be just average? Like the tired people are going to I mean, the average people are going to tell you dad, I'm tired. Dad, this is too much. Dad, this is work i'm like no son like this is preparing you for a life lesson that's coming ahead like it's gonna be something in life that's gonna knock you down or do you have an excuse you know because once with excuses they're gonna be left behind so you know like i think discipline you know it, it, it comes with your character it's about who you are when nobody else is watching too you know like because there's been times where you know you want to go out i remember like Going, playing ball, playing pro ball. I remember being out to four, four o'clock in the morning, <laughs> wanting to hang out with the fellas, but going straight from four o'clock straight to the facility and sleeping at the facility versus going home and being rather being late. So I said, now nah, I'm going to go home. I'm going to go straight at four o'clock, 430. I'm going to go to the facility. Five o'clock, I'm going to get in the sauna, do my jumping jacks, my sit-ups, wake myself up, get prepared to go to this meeting, kill practice, and then I'm going to rest when I get home because I chose to go out. So I wasn't going to let anything get in the way of me trying to uh, be great. I'm not going to let anything get in the way of my children trying to be great or me pushing my kids uh, to be the greatest, you know, if it's artist or if the greatest, you know, senator or the greatest doctor or the greatest sports player, if that's what they choose to do. But whatever they choose to do, I'm going to push them to be their very best. I'm not going to let them settle for mediocrity, you know, especially when greatness is available. Like, because that's, that's a lot of things. A lot of kids... And a lot of parents would say, oh, no, you know what? I feel sorry for, you know, like, you know, you can take, no, no, don't give me that. Like, you're a young black man trying to make it. Like, and they are mixed. But guess what? Ain't nobody going to care about them being mixed. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not making this racial. And I can't because my family is all multicultural. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have different type of races in my family. But as my young men are growing, I want them to be the very best and know that they have to work everybody. That's just me. You know, that that's amazing. Number one, there are no ribbons allowed in your household. I could tell the best or nothing. I can yeah. dig it. Number yeah. two, you know, number two, you know, as you mentioned, you know, your boys and driving them uh, and who they're going to be. Uh, that also know, lets me know that everything that you went through wasn't perfect. You had some tough times, I'm sure. But what what advice would you give to the younger Jason? You know, the Jason ten years ago were fresh into the league or adult. Like, what would you what would you tell the younger version of you? What advice would you give that Jason? Man, that's that's an awesome question because I've I've often drive and think about that question. Like, what would I do differently if I was you know fifteen years back? You know, and it's simple. It'd be like take care of Jason first. Take care of Jason first, and not in a selfish way, but in a way that I've set myself up for. The 15 years later, you know, meaning, um, you know, I, I had a child at 24, you know, my first child at 24. Reality, I should have had that child at 35, you know, when I would have been taking care of doing what I love to do because that comes with sacrifice too. If you don't, if, and this is so important for all the young men to hear out there, if you don't find the right person that's going to support your dreams as well as you support their dreams, your career could be cut short. 
your work ethic could be tampered with. Uh, all these different things. And so like, there one, that's, I know it's kind of like blunt, but that's, that's what I wish I would have done. Yeah, can you repeat that last piece? We, yeah. we lost you just for a second. Can you repeat that last piece? I would say like, I would say like, you know, just stay into who I am and leave the women alone. You know, like, you know, like every, every man loves a good looking woman, you know, like, so I, I got, it was, I was easily distracted by that because of, you know, um, whatever reason it may be. And even when I was with my children's mother, I chose, you know, like it was put her needs before my needs because I'm, I try to be that team first, you know, and I wish I would have, you know, just took care of that part first. You know what I'm saying? Like I would have put my needs first. I would have focused on getting there and achieving my dreams because other people are not going to treat your dreams like you're going to treat your dreams. You know, that's, that's what I mean by that. Hmm. Wow, man. Thank you so very much for sharing that and really jumping into, you know, what you'd say to your younger self and being that transparent because it's likely some younger athletes who are going to come across this or some recently retired athletes or what have you that are going to come across this that need to hear that word from someone who's already lived it, experienced well, it as well. That's what I try to teach all my younger players right now. I don't, I'm, in, I'm not in the game of shooting no BS to nobody, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, like I read something the other day and he said, I'd rather have an honest enemy than a fake friend, you know, which, you know, spoke volumes because you think about it. At least if someone is honest to you, you know where they stand. You know, if somebody faking behind your back and you never know what they're doing and what their intentions are, man, it can lead you through a whole bunch of obstacles. And that's not something I'm, I'm uh, looking for. You know, I just want the straight and narrow. Tell me what my, what my obstacles are. I mean, tell me what my, you know, what, what I got to go against and then I'm going to slay them. You know, that's what that's how I look at it. I'd rather have an honest enemy than a fake friend. Prince, yeah. man, any thoughts, man? I know we're gonna get ready to close this out in a little bit. I know Prince is like, Woo, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> he crushing it. <laughs> he killing him. <laughs> yeah. Um, my no, my chest. Just, <laughs> my city with my chest, BJ. And my city with my chest. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, man. Um, one, one, one. I'll say that, like Jason, I, I trust Jason with my kids, man. I mean, that's just that's just our our relationship. That's that's my guy. I just know that he'll always be there. But um, yep. um, my my parting question and words um will be, what's some life advice that you can give to somebody if 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 you knew that you were going to pass tomorrow? What would be some life advice that you would give some people? I would say quality over quantity, you know, um, always appreciate the quality versus the quantity. Um, I, I always tell my sons too, you know, I'd rather have four quarters than a hundred pennies. Mm. And they was like, dad, what does that mean? I'm like, look, you think about it. Four quarters, you're going to get more worth out of that four quarters and, and, and you're going to get more, you know, people are going to be solid. Right. You know, like if you get, give me four solid guys I can take on the world with, that's going to push me, that's going to be up front. Jason, you wrong on this. Jason, you need to do this. Hold your, Jason, you slipping. I'm going to be a better person at the end of the day. Um, secondly, man, live life with no regrets. If you choose to do something, you own it, you know? But So if you choose to do it, you need to give me 110%. And if you can't, you know, then, then you're wasting your time. Uh, probably third, you know, just love man just love everybody you know like and don't don't judge them you know like because judging is so easy and it's something that we do 
all the time. Everybody, sometimes I, I might get ready to pass judgment. I'm at this time myself, Jason, that ain't right. You know, like you never know who could offer a blessing or what blessing you can offer someone. But a lot of times people miss their blessings because we judge. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that, that would probably be my three things, you know, that I would probably leave. Thank you, know, you for sure. I'll probably, even want that on my, probably, probably put that on my tombstone. You know? <laughs> <laughs> a hundred years from now. A hundred years from now. No I just told my son the day, I said, man, look, I'm living till I'm 95. I said, so, you know, I'm going to still be kicking your butt at 95. You know? <laughs> I just told my son that the other day. So, I mean, I mean that. I mean, I really, I'm, that's in my mind. That's what's going to happen. Uh, you know, and I ain't taking no, no other answers other than that. Oh, nice, man. man, that's amazing. Quality over quantity. Mm. Man, Prince, any parting words, final thoughts outside of that? No, man, it's just that you know, I love you, bro. You know, I love you too, bro. That felt like the Wakanda salute was coming right, after right. that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if I would be the Black Panther, Prince wouldn't be him. You know, I know he got the genetic. Uh, <laughs> he, he already got the medallion to make the suit come on. Is yeah, not fair. Yeah, I already know. He pushed a button, everything just. <laughs> that, that, I'm like, nah, it ain't going to happen. I'm, I'm still in the suit. I'm still in the suit. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just want to say, man, thank you so much for your time and your energy and, and, and your positive words because I guarantee you, the athletes that watch this, um, whether they're your predecessors, uh, your successors, you know, they are going to benefit from just hearing this to, because it's a reminder that they are on the right path. And we're all looking to um, reach reach that one goal um, collectively. And so, um, and it takes a village to get there, man. And it takes a, a team effort to get there. So your words of wisdom and your story, man, of sharing sharing your, your thoughts about life, man, that's beautiful. Thank you so much, you know, and that's my parting words. And Stan, you can carry us from here. You know, man, again, Jason, can't thank you enough for being so transparent oh. and honest and uh, bringing your great spirit because it truly is contagious, like you said. So thanks for giving <laughs> some of it to us. Uh, yeah, make, yeah, make sure that, uh, folks, you continue to join us here for Game Beyond the Game. Talk that talk, the 21-day yep. transition. And make sure you also join us for day seven as we interview Rob Sims, looking forward to that. Continue. What's we got? Some what you got? Yeah, and this this here's here's my one one challenge to everybody. Well, it's, it's kind of two in one, but see if you can go a day with no excuses. See if you can uplift somebody else. Do something nice for somebody else, and watch what happens. See if you can go a day without excuses, and see if you can lift somebody else up, and see what happens. Yeah. Yo, we're leaving right on that. Heck yeah, love that. Folks, join us next time so we can continue to show you how you can achieve your game beyond the game. Thanks. Dave, appreciate it, man. Oh, yeah. Wakanda forever. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good one, man. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new show is posted. And please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. To learn more about our events, courses, and other programming, check out GameBeyondTheGame.com. Thanks so much for listening. Peace.